Coming up in this episode, Randy and I are out at the annual Lake of the Ozarks Bike Fest, and we'll be talking with special guest, world-renowned motorcycle artist, David Ewell. Also, we'll be talking with Malcolm and Madison from Law Tigers. So stick around. Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary, quite incredible, quite unlike anything you may have experienced in your life. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, any random thoughts that pop into our head, and of course, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. I don't know what's wearing out faster, me or my bike. What I do know is that if your bike needs maintenance, then you need to go to Heartland Honda in Springdale, the first level five Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas. Their red level technicians can keep you rolling this summer. Plus, Heartland Honda has a huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides, all with excellent financing options. So give them a call at 479-751-7022 or find them online at heartlandhonda.com. Heartland Honda. Work hard, play hard. I want to tell you about a legal team whose members are both experienced motorcycle riders and aggressive lawyers, Law Tigers. Now, Law Tigers is not a law firm or a lawyer referral service. They're a national association of motorcycle accident injury lawyers who are ready to assist you with your accident claims. Each Law Tiger has their own law firm, and they have a great website that can help you with a lot of your questions. So go to LawTigers.com and put their number in your phone. 888-863-7216. There's someone there 24 hours a day, seven days a week to help you with any of your questions. Law Tigers Motorcycle Lawyers, helping riders find answers. You know, last week I told you about a new sponsor with the podcast. They're called Let's Roll Motorcycle Lift and Dolly, and it is a fantastic dolly. Now, Randy, you've tried this out for a little while. What's your impression of this thing, yeah. being the ace mechanic? Shit, I don't know about ace. I'm just a dirty man. If it's, it's a comparative level, if you're talking about between you and me, <laughs> you're the pedophilia of mechanics yeah yeah no it's actually pretty sweet at first i didn't re- understand you know how well it would work how nice it would be you know i'm always skeptical about shit like that for whatever reason but the thing absolutely works i really like the idea that it, it comes with a flat jack so you put the jack underneath the center of the motorcycle you jack it up once you get it up in the air then you roll this cradle underneath the motorcycle that fits out around your jack that you just used to jack it up then you simply just lower the jack down set the bike on the cradle it comes super easy to install a little bit of adjustability on your height as far as the cradle goes there's i think there's two bolt holes you can set it all the way down or up another inch and a half higher than that gets the bike up relatively 10 12 inches or so off the ground so guys that want to clean their wheels clean all the under stuff this cradle that it sits on is really really wide so it's the front of the frame and the back of the frame what's really cool is it doesn't require any strap downs no i mean it's solid it stays put 
Yeah, so the idea of having the wide cradle that's wider than the jack, it really makes it nice and easy to, to set it on. And then once it's on there, a sucker's on there. My fat ass tries, you know, I think I've done it with my chopper and a couple of Harleys. I did it with a my chopper, my FLH, and then another small motorcycle. I think it was a soft tail standard is what it was, just to see how it all worked. Obviously, all Harleys. They were kind enough to send us the adapter plate that goes for it for Indian as well. Right. So that was pretty sick, you know, big ups to them, hats off. Super easy to install, basic hand tools. The casters are really nice casters on my garage floor, you know, full concrete shop floor. It spins, it rolls easy. I mean, it's pretty nice little setup. It is. It's, it is a great product. I think it's the best motorcycle lift there is out there. It is 100% American made. It has a lifetime warranty. Uh, it'll handle up to 1,200 pounds. So if you'd like to know more about it or see some videos on it, simply go to OzarkRides.com. You'll see it right there on the homepage. Just scroll down just a little bit and click the link and all the details are in there. And heck, if you want to get one of your own, don't hesitate. I mean, it's, it's a great product. You will not be sorry. I'm just very happy that it's 100% American made right now. And that is so rare these days. So we're here at the 2022 Lake of the Ozarks Bike Fest I'm with our good dead. friend and partner, Malcolm Wood from Law Tigers. Malcolm, appreciate you having us out. You're always very gracious that way. Tell us about what's been going on here this weekend. Yeah, so we have been here since Wednesday setting up for Missouri. This is the largest motorcycle event of the year. And uh, probably no better place to have it than Lake of the Ozarks. We've got beautiful scenery, lots of elevation change and turns for roads, people to ride. We have a new vending area this year down on the strip by the dam, and they have closed uh, the strip for motorcycle-only traffic, which oh, is hell yeah. awesome. Down there last night, I took a little video, um, and I've been here the last four years. I've never seen more motorcycles parked in the center from the top of the hill all the way to the dam. It was amazing. That place is so cool. I remember coming over here as a kid, you know, imagine that bunch of punk ass kids down there on the strip back when it was thriving and coming down here for bike fest it feels alive again like there are so many people flooded the area they're kind of half-assed rebuilding it you know more people are getting into businesses down there like it's just a killer atmosphere down there during bike fest it does seem like there's a little revitalization down there because it could be something way bigger oh yeah if the powers that be would would pay attention and so it looks like with this new vending area the all the bars and restaurants down there have gotten together to create an organization to ramrod this whole thing so um, i was driving back from sturgis jason brule from snafu if you haven't been in there you need to go jason is a, a veteran his bar is called snafu it's a sports bar so one thing i really uh, admire about jason is he's a patriot he's a veteran himself and it's a sports bar like i said so once Kaepernick started kneeling during the national anthem, he said, no football on my TV screens. He bought a Kaepernick jersey, put it on the sidewalk in front of the door so you can <laughs> clean your feet before you go in. That's awesome. Yeah. So the thing about Jason is uh, he's a biker himself. He loves bikers. And so anybody listening to this, if you're on the strip at the Bagnell Dam, stop in snafu and be sure and bring a photograph from when you were in the service because that's his wallpaper he wants veteran photographs for his wallpaper dude that's gnarly i that's digress gnarly. so anyway jason 
ex-military man, imagine that. So he is taking the bull by the horns. No one wanted to be the president. He, he stepped up to the plate, and things are happening down there. Have you guys ridden down there yet? No, I'm not, yes. not okay. this year. I haven't. You, you should take a, a stroll down there, a ride down. Head Motor Company, Indian dealer in Columbia, has uh, parlayed a five-year deal with the city of Lake Ozark, and now it's sort of a rally within a rally. Really? So they are sponsoring everything that's going on down there, as far as motorcycles go. Uh, so anyway, I digress. You asked me one simple question, and I've gone off on a tangent. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's common. So, we're, we're used to it. So we, we're set up down at the at the strip. We have a lot of banners and inflatable tigers, and uh, we I deal with those those bars and restaurants all year long. Good people. And then obviously here where we are now at, at the uh, Harley shop at Lake of the Ozarks, I think Stacy said there was a little over 30 vendors here right now. Mm-hmm. So pretty much our home base for this week. I saw a statistic yesterday. I don't know how they come up with this number, but 130,000 riders this week are here. So that's pretty incredible for a, a small little speck on the on the map. And uh, I talked to people from quite a few states that have been here, obviously a lot of local people. One thing about this rally and this weekend is it's also POWMIA weekend. So we have another large rally in Missouri, same weekend. So there is a Vietnam wall in Missouri. Right. In yep. Perryville. It is exact in every way, shape, and form as the one in Washington, D.C. In fact, they call it the sister wall. They went to the same mine to get marble to build this thing out of. Is this the traveling one or the no. one that is uh, the, That's permanent there? It is permanently mounted. I'm glad you said that, Craig, because when I start to describe this, that's the number one thing I hear. So this wall is permanent. It is exact in every way. Same marble came out of the ground the same place. They hired the same architect to oversee construction. There are a few names that are misspelled in Washington, D.C. Same names, misspelled, same way really? in Perryville. So the story is the ramrod behind this whole operation was in Vietnam. His unit's getting overrun. His buddies are dying around him. And he starts doing what a lot of people do. He started praying, Lord, get me home. I will do something so all my, my buddies are not forgotten. So he donated 50 acres of his own farm. They raised $3.2 million, and they built this wall. So the, the, the Missouri ride to the wall is only in its fourth year, and ultimately the goal is to make this one the ride to wall instead of Washington, D.C., because we have no government red tape, no hoops to jump through. Hell yeah. And the town of Perryville absolutely opens their arms wide for the veterans and, and motorcyclists in general. Whereas in they, Washington, D.C. anymore, they don't want you there. It seems like that's the way you're treated. I don't want to get political, but that's, I agree. that's the case. Don't get me off on a tangent because we'll be here a while. <laughs> so they shut down the, the town square, only pedestrians. There's open container. There is a permanent bandstand. They have really good bands. And I see people from five years old to 95 years old dancing until midnight. There's a American, you can't look in any direction not see an American flag. Uh, food vendors, it's really something everybody needs to experience. And I'm sorry that it's the same weekend as this event. Will it always be that case? So I've gotten the two promoters together. 
And in years past, what I was told from Bike Fest was our rally will be the week before Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue in Arkansas. Right. Every year, no matter what. The Vietnam Wall Ride folks, the promoters that, that put that on, they say our ride will be POW MIA weekend every year, no matter what. So I sympathize with both sides. I have a soft spot in my heart for the military. But now we know about the drama in Arkansas with Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue being moved back a few weeks. I was anticipating that maybe the bike fest at Lake of the Ozarks would be moved back a week. Uh, but I talked to Jack, the owner of the Lake of the Ozarks, Harley Davidson. He said, we already have our dates for next week, and it's the same weekend. So unfortunately for 23, both of those huge rides will be on the same weekend. But and That's a shame. But maybe dang. going forward, they can do something about that. I, I really hope so. Now, you're also going to be down at Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue in Eureka Springs, aren't you? I will be in directly in front of the Harley shop in Eureka Springs. So unique thing about Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue is two several hubs of activity, Eureka Springs being just one of them. The thing about Eureka Springs, sleepy little town, comes alive for many events throughout the year. Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue is one of them. But uniquely, where they are geographically, it's the beginning of the famous Pig Trail Ride right. that goes down to the Mulberry River. So uh, a lot of people congregate in uh, Eureka Springs and then... Obviously, there's the mainstay, the, the cat house. You, uh, It's hard to get in there. There's so many people. Exactly. It's Malcolm, worth the wait, though. Definitely you bet. Worth the wait. It's worth it. It is. Even if you just hang out and chill out in the parking lot. It's a bucket it's list thing. You have to go once just to say you've done it. Yep. Yep, for sure. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Much Malcolm, like we appreciate we you taking the time. You're awful busy, and it's not always easy to pull away from everything that's going on out front. And Honestly, I appreciate it. The shade and the, the shade tree. Way better than out <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez, mate. You just but hang the around. Scenery is nice. Yeah, I know. I and people say that when I'm around. The scenery is nice. <laughs> Shit. And if you hang on when we're done, Randy will blow on the back of your neck. <laughs> Get a cut a cool breeze. I he don't know. I don't know. He if doesn't I can typically him, charge for that, but you know, yeah. that's the way he rolls. <laughs> My blows are worth a lot. Why Why did you take a step back? I'm getting a head start. You're getting a head start. I know Randy's a little younger and a little more athletic than me, so I'm going to need to get a jump. Yeah, there you go. Thanks a lot, Malcolm. No problem. Thanks for having me, Craig. I appreciate you and Randy both. You the bet. Malcolm Woods. So while we're out here with the Law Tigers at the Lake of the Ozarks Bike Fest, and we ran into a booth with the most amazing artwork that uh, I have ever seen. Um, it's just fantastic, motorcycle-oriented. And yeah. the gentleman's name is David Ewell, and he has graciously decided to sit here and talk with us for reasons I don't know, but at least <laughs> we can... It's shady here. Sh yeah, it's yeah. shady, yeah. We're under that, a shade tree. He said, hey, all right, you're in the shade. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a minute. I'll do I'll that. Give Green you and shady, I like it. David, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, you got started uh, actually with Harley back in, what is it, 88 or a little after that? No, no, not that early. Uh, not that early? No, uh, 93 is when I first started doing it. 93? I did t-shirts for them, a lot of them, probably a thousand shirts. I heard that they were quite successful. Yeah, they were hugely successful with Vern Hollebeck was the uh, manufacturer back then. It was Stratman and Hollebeck pretty much ran everything for those guys and uh they were so big that um, dealers used to boast to each other about how 
how, how great their dealerships were by how many T-shirts they sold, not bikes. Dang. And uh, that was a, just a gigantic part of their income. That's so what, huge what type of designs were on those T-shirts? They oh, weren't God, the I, I reflective of the, what you're doing now, <laughs> yeah, were they? Quite different. Mostly, uh, well, there was like themes. You know, you got the wolf was big back then, or lightning, or fire, flames always. Right. Um, Gosh, there was the no 80s. dragons, and we couldn't use skulls. Believe it or not. Really? Yeah, Harley was against using skulls for some. In skulls. the early '90s, with Willie G, you couldn't use skulls. Right. No, believe it or not. Wow, trippy. And, it's hard uh, to get it my was head because around. Because of their licensing, Harley was so big then. Um, you virtually, if you just put a bar and shield on a shirt, they'd just sell thousands of them. Yeah. I mean, it was just rabid, and that's why you had to go through all the licensing. They had whole buildings devoted towards with lawyers for licensing at the time. It's all way settled down since then, but yeah. it was just rabid. That's crazy. And this is what I would like to know. Do you still have some of those old shirts? I do. I got one of all of them. <laughs> one of all of them. Man. Yeah, they're worth a fortune. I was going to say, they'd be worth a million. he's not giving you any. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking for head doubts. You can buy them on eBay. That's pretty yeah. gnarly. That's yeah. really, really cool. They're, uh, they're very expensive now, but maybe we'll bring them back sometime. I still have all the art. Dude, you I know. tell you what, all the retro stuff is kind of coming back a little bit right now. Yeah, my kids love them. You know? Oh, I bet. I bet. It's like the old band t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty cool. So what prompted you to get into the oils, the paintings? You know, I'm a, an artist to begin with, but uh, visiting Harley, the dealer meeting in 93, um, there was no real licensed artist program going on. Uh, the, only, the only version of it was uh, like a, a guy named Andy Katz. And he was just, they were just starting it. And I didn't really like that guy very much. So the only way I could do Harley art was through t-shirt license. Ah. And then, um, you know, about 98, I got really tired of having all my art pretty much chewed up in lint traps and dryers. So <laughs> I, I want to paint something that's going to last a little longer. Hell so yeah. I moved to the walls and did my first oil painting in 98. That's pretty rad, you know. We've I've talked to a couple people, heard of you a little bit. It's comparison to David Mann, you know. I, I'm assuming just because of the motorcycle theme on it. Yeah, that's but, about all we have in common. Really. Yeah, I was gonna say I love David Mann, but it's worlds apart, man. Yeah. Like yeah, your really stuff, different art. Than yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge David Mann fan, but honestly, his work is is superior, yeah. and I really mean that. Not just because oh, you're here. Well, uh, we come at from really different approach. Dave, I knew David, and uh, did you? Yeah. He ended up asking me for my opinion on a bunch of things when he started getting into uh, doing limited edition prints. Because uh, David Mann was an illustrator for Easy Rider. Yeah, yeah. He had a deadline every week to do a new piece of art for their centerfold. So he did it under you know duress most of the time. Oh man, having, that. Having, having to do it, so he worked small. Uh, didn't get you know too crazy with details. But you know what was so cool about his work was his. It's like folk art. I mean, it really told the story of what this biker culture was all about. Yeah. Not so much the art, quality of the art, but telling the story was where he really excelled. That feeling that you get looking at it and the relationship to what you feel looking at his art, thinking, yeah, man, I've been that dude or I want to be yeah. that dude. You know, that's really, really rad. But looking at your art, you talk about detail. Holy shit, mate. Like, we were just cruising around your booth in the images that are painted. They almost look better than the photos coming off well, of it. Well, they should. Otherwise, people just hang photos on their wall. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, but I mean, I mean the, just... the, the colors, they just pop. Yeah. And like, like I you know, told you earlier, there's a painting of uh, Dale Waxler. 
And when I first saw it, I thought, I wonder why he's got a, a photograph of Dale here with all these paintings. And you get to looking at it closer. I mean, it's just that good of quality. Well, yeah. You actually, if you saw the original, there you can go better quality than a photo because you're using oil paints. And there are far more uh, leeway than just, you know, uh, photos or pixels or, right, yeah. or printing. Because in oil painting, you actually have more advantages with textures you can use and yes. uh, the richness quality of the paint they get so real it's hyper real maybe so. i'm just a weirdo but like the idea of your oil paintings like that photo that he's talking about i mean looking at it i've i met dale Waxler a couple of times super amazing guy okay mm -hmm. no he would have had no idea who the hell i was but from looking at that painting like it really encompasses how he was which was really really cool to me like just looking in the eyes of the painting it's like man that that's exactly like almost you can feel his spirit for harley davidson and everything motorcycle through yeah. that painting i knew him quite well we we've done numerous projects together from way back and i knew him when he was a harley dealer before he even started yeah. the museum so i would go down there constantly for uh, references and uh, inspiration so he and his son matt were working a lot together back then and i'd go in there and just fall in love with their their whole place and yeah. what, what he had built there and and yeah. I'd ask him to pull bikes out or a clothes. He had it all. And, and we, cool. I said, now I need girls. I need to go find all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> We'd set them all up like a, doing a movie production, actually. So, I like some of the paintings that you're doing that uh, incorporate World War II planes and, and vehicles, things like that, old yeah. stuff. That is beyond the memorabilia. I'm actually working with these guys that own these old warbirds, and boy, oh, that's exciting stuff for me. That's cool. I love motorcycles, but boy, I love those old. Now, are you going to get into doing paintings, or have you already? I've got a whole body of work that we show at Oshkosh every year, and uh, oh wow, yeah, and we're going to NBAA, which is basically all. <laughs> it's funny, Greg and I have to dress up in suits to go to this one, but it's all jet travel. You know, really? it's it's we'll set up next to Boeing and Falcon and the Learjets and it's a whole different world but what's funny is um, the reason why I paint a lot of old motorcycles is because you know it's something we we all have in common we all love an old knucklehead you know if you get into painting new bikes generally people just go well I want you to paint my bike you know so <laughs> I just stay clear of that most of the time and uh, it's the same thing with aviation if you start painting people's new planes it's always a commission, and, and they're the only ones who like it. But yeah. if you paint old warbirds, it spreads clearly across the genre. You bet. Yeah, and, and everyone loves it. So that's why I go to classics, and I want timeless work. You, know? oh, you, you can't beat the classics. No, you yeah. can't. You just And it's can't. just a nostalgic thing you get when you yeah. look at it, and you go, I look at it forever, you know? And yeah, you know, in the yesteryear has always attracted me. Okay, I'm a young body, old soul. Yeah. You know, new model, a lot of miles on me, but that time period was just so rich with you know history and heritage and morals and just the idea of everything 30s 40s 50s just is really striking yeah, to me the morals i mean those people god i've met so many of them and over the years you know and a lot of times they're just in their 80s and 90s you know and yeah. just the stories they tell you that's why i really love hanging out with gloria struck she's 95 and boy if, if she gets your ear you, you aren't gonna leave <laughs> the rest of the she's rally, got it right? huh yeah. You know what? Yes. Yesterday, we uh, uh, you were talking a story about uh, Valentino Rossi. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, whom I alluded to that my wife said that's the only man she would leave me for, <laughs> and I think she's serious. Yeah. Um, she's 
She's not you did the a only painting. One. <laughs> She's not the only one. Yeah, I'll tell her to get in line. Hold, yeah. Yeah. Shit, there's probably a bunch of dudes that would too. <laughs> I told her. I, I told her if you can get him to run yeah. off with you, then uh, more power to you. Yeah. But uh, you were telling a story. You had done a painting of him. Uh, yeah, that you was know, stolen. I was, I was hired to do the first MotoGP at Indy, so I, I decided to do 100 years before and then that race in particular. And so I, I did a, a piece called Before the Bricks with Nicky Hayden on an old Indian, which he did uh, ride around for like an exhibition. It was like a 1909, I think, Indian. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I got to be friends with Nicky, and uh, so he ended up being in the final three on that race with uh, Valentino. But the hard part about doing those two paintings was predicting who was going to be, what was the last uh, yeah, final was three in the out? outcome of the race, because yeah. I didn't know. So, but of course, I figured, well, Valentino's probably going to win. <laughs> you know. It's the safest bet. Nicky Hayden will probably be second, and Casey Stoner will be third. Or uh, Those two were just Right there, right there, yeah. But, uh, but Valentino was a pretty easy guess. And so I put it together, went there, the race happened, and it came out about right. So, no way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't you say he was trailing for most of the yeah, race? And he, he didn't. Did, he in was, the last he bit, like, he turned it on? Yeah, he was behind the entire race, and it was like... Dang. There was a hurricane in the Gulf that happened to be moving through Indiana at the time. So just giant waves of rain and uh, wow. and really threatening weather. But uh, I saw him trail most of the race. And then at the, like the last couple laps, this is what really ingrained in my head that that guy was like the, um, the best rider I'd ever seen. He decided, okay, I'm going to win now. He just went <laughs> right to the front and, and no one could catch him. It was done. I mean, yeah. that is such skill. And then yeah. doing that, doing that with like puddles, two-inch deep puddles of water, occasionally that would. would that's not just skill. That's oh, uh, brass balls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something magical about that. And then the painting, somebody, as I understood, uh, stole it in front of God and everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did that show in Eichmann. There was a million Italians, well, all Europeans oh, yeah. at that show. And uh, that was the one piece that someone stole right off the wall with all those people there. So if you're that guy them. that stole it, yeah. <laughs> at the end the of the rat day, bastard. we realized it because, you know, everybody was packing up and it was like, what hey. happened? Did you sell that Valentino Rossi off the wall? And Greg said, no, well, somebody took it. And then, of course, the security people came over and like, we, do you want us to like check all the cameras, put an APB on this guy or whatever? And they're like, nah, just let him have it. He loves it that much to risk yeah. his... his <laughs> going to jail or whatever yeah. they do Jeez. over there uh then you, he can have it so imagine has there ever been a reproduction of it uh, uh, another painting that people can put their eyes on no that's the only one that I was ever the did. only it's one if you look at it it's pretty radically different departure in style than everything else i have because i don't really paint current things yeah so it's very colorful and uh all the decals on the bikes and stuff are i don't know that that out. just is absolutely awesome to me that it was stolen no offense to you and i'm sorry for your heartbreak on it but the, really the money the money side of me is like imagine what that some bitch is worth now <laughs> the stolen painting yeah. when that pops up where it pops up and then imagine some freaking podunk family it's been passed down from generation to generation yeah. it's hanging on someone's yeah. wall oh that's right an now. old painting grandfather had or yeah, something you know? yeah and he stole it off the wall may not know the story or they say they do know the story and they're gardening with their life like yeah I mean, oh, that was your grandpa? Yeah, he's a rat bastard. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> yeah. that part of history is just cool, yeah. man. But a good thief. But you, know? you also yeah. have a book out of a kind yeah. of a compilation of your work. 
Yeah, you know, it took two and a half years probably to, I think a little over that, to put this together. And um, yeah, it's it's called The Art of the Ride. It's on my website, yulestudios.com. And uh, uh, I think it comes up first, but we have some left, but it sold really well right out of the shoot. And uh, That's cool. Good for you, yeah, man. Good for you. But it's, uh, it's in its first printing and probably won't do it again. So, yeah. It's the only place you can get. I mean, most of the pieces in there are sold out, so you can't get any other reproduction of it except in that book. Cool. I dig that. I dig that. One and done. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go home and buy one. <laughs> you better. You yeah. better. <laughs> it was fun to put together. I've got Willie G did the foreword for me, and Chris and Pat Simmons uh, did, like, a really nice piece in there. They were pretty instrumental in some of my key pieces, especially around the cannonball, and Chris was oh, racing man. that 1916 Effie bike. For That's the first awesome. Cannonball, so. Well, I tell you what, I your time is valuable. I appreciate you taking the time and Absolutely. coming out here and talking with us and our listeners. What I'm going to do with your permission is I'm going to put a link on our website to your website, which is uh, UHL Studios with an S dot com. And might throw up a couple of your pictures. And we encourage everybody to go to your website, take a look, break out your wallet, and. And yeah. do something with it and have something that, you know, you can pass down as an heirloom because that's what these are. Heirloom quality paintings. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing Thank like you. I've seen before. Like, it's it's very, like, I gravitated to it and instantly, you know, the short time that I was in there, yes. You had a few people in there, but you can just get lost in those pictures for days. Yeah. The littlest yeah. details. Looking in, like, uh, this is going to make me sound weird, but like, looking in the eyes of the girls that you have on there, like, <laughs> it's so deep and rich, like, yeah, I like, uh, you know, powerful women. That's why yeah. I don't get, uh, you know, too lost in the sexualization part of it, like a lot of motorcycle mm, art yes. with women. But I like the ones that are sexy but really understated and, and, yeah. and can ride and actually have done that through history, which is really something if you find them. Well, they all look like yeah. real people instead of yeah. models Mostly sitting on a bike. <laughs> and because they are, yeah. Uh, that's because they are. <laughs> That's cool. Stupid, interesting guy here. Very fascinating. Very thankful for you to come. You're out very and talk welcome. With us. I'm honored to I appreciate you, you doing that. Thanks a lot. We're out here at Lake of the Ozarks Bike Fest, and with us is Madison Middleton with Law Tigers, and you're out of the Arkansas office. Yes, sir. Awful gracious of you to show up, oh, up here. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Glad yeah. to be here. Oh yeah, it's hold always up, hold good. Up. Is it Arkansas or Arkansas? Oh, man. I, I, I love saying Arkansas, but yeah, Arkansas. Go Big Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. yeah, Arkansas. Boo pig. Arkansas. Yeah. So, I thought we were pulling a little Arkansas. Craig pulls us out here to the backwoods. I didn't know if we were going to a circle jerk or a mugging. Your choice. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, okay, you know, go any, anything Both. goes in the Ozarks. <laughs> That's, right. That's what the shade tree's for. So, Madison, tell us, uh, you've got a big event coming up. Oh, yeah. Uh, in a week or so. Oh, yeah. So we've got uh, Bikes Blues is back. Uh, I know they canceled the last two years, but as we say, the show goes on no matter yeah. what. I mean, you can't stop the riders in Arkansas or the Ozarks in general. Shit, yeah. Even that one that got canceled, how many people showed up to the area anyway? Uh, I mean, on a normal year, on a good year, I was supposed to be, you're talking 375, 400,000, but there had to have been at least 225, 250. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was still somewhat rally time. It was just a little bit less organized. Oh, yeah. I mean, so within Bikes Blues in that week, you've actually got four other rallies within that rally week. I mean, Big Trail Harley-Davidson hosts their rally off exit 86, which is just you got all the big players out there uh, vendor-wise. Um, that's where our main headquarters is at. And then you've also got the hideout rally, uh, which is down off the Pig Trail 
Then you've got uh, Eureka Springs Harley doing their own thing, a couple events out there. So it's all around perfect riding time, perfect weather, uh, but a lot of good stuff. Hell yeah. Uh, where are you going to be physically set up? So physically, we will have uh, our big rig at Picture of Harley Davidson, but we'll also have activation booths going on at Eureka Harley, a couple booths within the Bikes Blues areas as they have multiple areas. So where is Pig Trail Harley Davidson uh, located? Uh, Pig Trail is off exit 86 on Hudson Road, 4607 Hudson Road. Gosh, it's, and it's only like, what, a mile at most, two miles off the interstate there? Oh, yeah, maybe a mile and a half. Yeah, I mean, right you get there, off, and uh, I, I call it motorcycle row because you got Pig Trail Harley, you got Heritage Indian. Yeah, you, you got a little bit right of everything. There. It's like Gasoline Alley Yeah, without all the coolness. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's really cool is the fact that Law Tigers is uh, so in-depth with the biker community. They're at all these places. Absolutely. You know, we're here at the uh, Lake of the Ozarks Rally. You're in like 43 states, is that right? Uh, getting there. Yeah, we've pretty much got to finish out the Northeast and uh, launching South Florida. But, you know, besides Alaska and Hawaii, we're, we're pretty much nationwide. Why don't you tell a little bit about what Law Tigers does? So Law Tigers is an association of motorcycle injury lawyers. Uh, essentially, we're riders, sporting riders. Heaven forbid you're in an accident. You give us a shout. We take care of you and your bike. And then we throw the book at the insurance company and make sure you're well taken care of. Cool. And they do a great job. Do you have any special events coming up at Bikes Blues Barbecue that are going to be a standout thing? So, yeah, we've got uh, a handful. There's going to be uh, at our main booth, you're going to have uh, a special guest by the name of Exotic Joe. He actually uh, was stand-in for the second series of Tiger King. No freaking way. Yes, yes. I mean, he's absolutely identical. We had him at uh, Steel Horse Rally back in May. And everybody thought, I still I thought you were in prison. You're <laughs> yeah. Work release. Work release. <laughs> Work release. I dig it. That crazy mother trucker. Yeah. It's, it's, it's oh man, the people love it. People love it. So we're going to have that. We're, I'm also uh, helping you guys that I work with. They're going to be putting on a stunt show uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just a couple miles away from, or actually, no, they just switched spots. So they're going to be within that same area of uh, Picture of Harley. And then you've got the wild, wild west of Eureka Springs, as I like to call it. Yes, please. Yes, I yes. Love the cat house. Cat house. I yeah, you beat me to house. it. Yes. Oh, yeah. So Jeff, owner over there, he's got a lot of good things going on, live music. Uh, and there's a bunch of spots over there in Eureka. Eureka Harley's going to have full of vendors, live music. Then Friday, uh, we're going to have special guests. Uh, well, Thursday, I take that back. Thursday, we'll be live at the cat house with Adam Sandoval. And then we'll have him as well at Pig Trail. Um, and then there's there's talk of uh, some friends of the vendors actually having a uh, good old Paul Senior and uh, Dusty Wallace and really yeah yeah Jesse from Jackal so Dude, Jesse from Jackal I can get down with yeah I like to I yeah. like to spend a minute just drinking with that man oh yeah now it probably but, only take a minute so like that what would be all over it how long yeah. is your actual minute two three hours yeah but more than likely something like that <laughs> Missouri minute. <laughs> Yeah, so it should be interesting. Hopefully, Paul's not over there chucking chairs and whatnot, throwing a fit. You know what? Here's the thing. Would you not love to see that, though? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Let's let it go on a little roid rage and just throw some shit around. It'd yeah. be great. It'd be a good time. Maybe pick up a midget or a kid or something, chuck them. <laughs> well, if you get a chance, come out to Bikes Blues and Barbecue. Stop by the Law Tigers booth. They've got lots of shit going on. You're going to be really glad that you did. So, Madison, thank you for checking in with us. Oh, absolutely. And we hope that uh, 
folks come out, show oh, up. Yeah. It'd be full force. And I and I always tell the riders that are coming in, we love our Arkansas riding, you know, and enjoy the rides, but always remember to respect it, especially on the pig trail, because the second you don't, it can throw you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, have a good time, watch your speed, and uh, just be safe. You bet. Appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for having me. You bet. Law Tigers, your crazy-ass Uncle Ronnie who takes no shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So one last thing is we always touch on, if you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help keep it going, then you might consider becoming a club member. It's really easy to do. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Ozark Rides, or you can also click the Patreon link on any page at OzarkRides.com. We've got giveaways, exclusive videos. You even get access to the podcast before anyone else. Also automatic entry into our new monthly prize giveaway. So consider that if you don't want to do that. That's okay, too. We're just glad that you tune in for whatever crazy reason that you have. (laughs) Don't know what we'll talk about next time, but, you know, we'll find something to annoy you with. So until then, Randy, hope you have a good week coming up. Yeah, yeah. That's all he's got to say. He's finished his beer, so he's... (laughs) It's on to the next job. (laughs) On to the next job. So until then, stay safe and keep it on two wheels. (laughs) 